2: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: Welcome to a brand new episode
2: of the Real Life Podcast,
1: a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash.
3: Welcome to real life, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew you guys
0: all drunk? Welcome into episode 383 of the Real Life Podcast. Tyler J, Wanye, Bagged Milk, Everyone But Chalmers is here. Everyone But Chalmers, Coach Chalmers, not Cowboy Chris, yeah. Coach Chalmers is not here. And you got to respect it, damn it. Yeah, nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing says uh, enjoy the the summer season like going on a road trip to play hockey. Did he drive to Vancouver? No, they flew. Oh, that was intense. Term. Yeah, his son played hockey. They ended up winning gold, so I guess it was uh, well. A lot of things happened. The Oilers won on Thursday, which is important, mm-hmm. uh, which freed up his weekend. Yeah, and then his son goes and <laughs> wins a gold medal. So that is uh, <laughs> that's all you can really wish for. I love all the
1: parents, dads, moms, everyone out there that are now dealing with kids, spring, summer sports and also battling the Oilers playoff schedule.
0: Oh, it's the struggle is real. And now (laughs) the games are at six. Thank God, which actually makes it worse for them. Yeah. 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 You don't even get like the I do feel for all those parents because, yeah, you're not even getting like, oh, we'll just miss the first period. And like, then we're good. All the games starting at six. First off, shout out to our title sponsor, uh, the HGA Group, who we love very much here to make your business better. You know, HGA group is loving the the playoff. Oh, they're vibing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Quentin, Quentin and Sean yeah. and the crew there are going crazy. Um. All right. Let's 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 dig into it. We have not had a podcast together since game five. Oh, yeah. Oh, how we, did that go? We
3: were the pre yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. happened? I missed it. I didn't look. Uh,
0: Magic. It was amazing. It ended Every, how it was supposed to end. It, it, yeah. You almost knew that game was going to overtime. Like you almost did. Uh, but like just on brand with that whole series, we go down and yeah. we come back. But like when we went down, I was just sitting there being like, we're down two. If we get yeah. the next one, I'm fine. I uh, I know. Like there was, I, no, always, I, was, you're I was never I was worried. Yeah. You're never worried because you worried. know they're going to score. Like It was just wild. Like we just had their number, man. Like we, 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 we were worried about, you know, the bruising style of play and the kind of more playoff-built team that they were, but yeah. we were able to play our game and attack them with our skill and then make those defensemen that, you know, outside of Tanev and Chillington are just big bodies that are mean uh, and just mm-hmm. use them as pylons. And then, you know, their Vesna Canada goalie just make him look like he barely could play for an East Coast team. He didn't have one oh. game
1: that was above 900 throughout the whole series for a safe percentage.
0: Wow. And you know, Chuck E cheese after game one ghost crickets couldn't keep up to the pace. I think (laughs) one of those buttons is a cricket button. Can bag milk nail it. Hey, I'll take that one. That's also a very long button. It's going to play for you. There you
2: go. That was Chuck E cheese. (laughs) He
0: was just a non-factor and he was a non-event. I mean, for a guy like that who is supposed to be built for these kind of series, I would be like I'd if I if I was a Flames fan, thankfully I'm not, I would be moderately disappointed in Johnny Goudreau. I would be wildly disappointed in Matt Kachuk because Goudreau, at least you expected it a little bit. Kachuk, you, you weren't yeah. expecting him G- to be that good. Goudreau had a guy. better play. Johnny, he wasn't Johnny No Show, but he wasn't Johnny Full Show either. Mm-hmm. He was just Johnny Show, I guess. Yeah, he scored the big game seven OT winner, but Goudreau, on, if that is the last shift Goudreau ever takes as a flame. Oh, it's him, a rough one. He acted as if it was. that was yeah. a rough like one. It, My it, God. like I, Everyone's saying it's a set play. It's that, it's this, but like, no. dude... That's Leon Dreisaitl. The like, guy had 14 assists in the series before that moment, almost yeah. three a game. It, and you looked at him and were like, eh, and his nah. passing option is Connor McDavid. Like who Goudreau also <laughs> didn't take away. He's like, hey, I better go cover like Duncan Keith or whoever I, the hell was at I, the point. I, yeah. Like that was that. Was, like, Hey, we'll take it. Yeah. We'll take it. But that was a, that was a thunderous mistake. Yeah, it was. And Connor, uh, the new vintage McDavid celebration. Oh oh, Yeah. TM. Yeah, that's uh, he did it in game seven against L.A. And then we saw it again. Just so fired up. Um, uh, then go to the tunnel the, after. Yeah, yeah, the tunnel shot was. Oh, my favorite. man. You just see he was so happy and fired up. And i like, sure the ultimate hype man. Yes. Keep him around. He's he's our Matt Hendricks for this. Year. Well, he is under contract for one more year. Yes. Holland, did you guys
1: happen to hear the Gene Prince Bay audio, though? from that same shot in the hallway. So Gene was just filming it with his phone as Connor was coming in. And when he went into the dressing room, someone in the room yelled, it's about time you do something. And everybody laughed. It was just (laughs) the best.
0: (laughs) It's about (laughs) time you do something. Oh, yeah. You just, you you knew it was going to be Connor. You just knew it. And then of course to go one step further, you knew it was going to be dry that passes it to Connor. Just made sense. Yeah. It just, it was, it was, oh man, like this, like, you know, this has been a roller coaster season and, you know, to see kind of how the team finished the season yeah. and how they, you know, they fucked up in round one, but they, you know, they got it together at a very important time and won the last two games. And then to play Calgary, like we did, like, it's just, I don't know, man, there's, there's, there's something special going on here. And it's, it's really, really, really cool to sit back and watch and do our part. And that's drink and wear the appropriate uh, clothing for the games. Wanye, when, or this is the first time the Oilers have made the conference finals since the inception of Oilers Nation. How's it feel?
3: It's funny to participate as best we can as fans during this, what is now a cup run versus back in 06. Cause I remember in 06, <clears throat> I just didn't want the fun to end. Like the game was over and I was like, shit, I wish there was a place you could go and continue to be excited regarding the hockey. And now with both social media and the nation, of course you can, you can keep the fun going. So it's uh, it's what we built this thing to be hopefully. Right. It's just it took a while before we got to enjoy a cup run with it but I think this is not by any means over. They got a lot of hockey left.
0: Oh yeah. It's, but, but you know, to it's to to me, like, you know, to get to the Western conference final is a very, very, very amazing achievement for this season. And it's like, yes, I am stressed. I want them to win, but like, let's just like, let's also just enjoy this. Like they made the Western conference finals. This is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I'm uh I'm so many
3: good storylines in the lineup right now. Oh, so many good things happening! It's ridiculous,
0: and like just yeah, and that and and those storylines expand beyond the team too, right? Like it's 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 wild. The city is just it's it's a great place to be right now. It always is a great place, but just like the the energy is insane.
1: And shout out to Blake Coleman too. Why not?
3: Well, like that uh, had happened to us, we would have been crying. Of course, yeah, of course. Uh, I thought that. I thought it was a
0: good goal. Me too. I I thought I, I will sit here and argue that that was a kick. Nah, if yes. you're arguing this much about it, it can't be distinct kicking motion. What's 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 your definition of a distinct? Did he not push the puck in with his foot? He kick also it d- forward propel his foot forward. It Doesn't d- matter if it's on the ice. In fairness to Jay, he, he
1: also admitted it basically in his post game that he was trying to propel the or direct it. And you're Don't allowed touch to touch it,
0: Blake. You yeah, didn't yeah, need didn't to touch, touch it. it. Like no. that's the mistake. And yes, he's gonna. Everyone's gonna on Calgary say that that was a good goal. Blake knows what he did. That was a kick. I don't care. Like you can punch someone without winding up, just like so you can kick something Ooh, without winding nine. up. I mean, you want to show me how you do. can punch someone without winding up? Well, here, ready? I okay. mean, there's a little bit of a wind up there. That was a forward thrust. All right, that's what okay. Blake did, and it, it's and, and and that's what happened. But like, obviously, like you know, it was a heated debate in our group chat, yeah. and the th- the issue is, and the real issue is, it's just. The past calls, the the inconsistency of past calls. So, yes, if you just remove all this other stuff where maybe a similar play got called because, you know, a different perspective. Yeah. Like that was a kicking motion. Colin Campbell signed off that that was a kicking motion. The head of the head. He also sucks, Ben. That is your opinion. I'm not saying he sucks or he's <laughs> awesome, but like it went through the filters. It wasn't just like a random human ref error. Like this was heavily scrutinized because of the importance of that moment in time. But also let's just be honest. Sure. Let Calgary fans just bitch about this forevermore. <laughs> but
3: what were we going to do after, after, we after that got fucked over by Anaheim in the Anaheim games? Remember yeah. Yeah. In 2017. But, but we were going to tie that game. The fuckery. We were going to tie the what? game. We were playing. And if we didn't, we're going to win game six. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that like, when we're still mad about the referee against Anaheim in 2017, these moments happen all the time. 100%. This yeah. one just happened to go our way.
1: Well, and that's why I don't feel bad for Calgary fans because they had a good time laughing at us in 2017. Fucking so fuck cheer for everybody. a better
3: team. I yeah. don't feel bad for Calgary fans. You have a choice. Every morning you wake up and choose the Flames. <laughs> yeah. So
1: fuck you. Imagine yeah. living in Alberta and not cheering for Connor McDavid.
3: Well, imagine oh my living God. anywhere and cheering for the Flames. When you I, have, like, special channels where you can only watch that garbage? Like, uh, being
0: so delusional to actually hate Connor mcdavid yeah <laughs> like I, I that is that is that is earth shattering like you have that, to be a special kind of dumb
3: it's crazy how fast calgary folded up though like we do the we did the battle of alberta right and princey god bless him is the only good flames fan on earth probably <laughs> Anyway, and went from him being super cocky after game one and me thinking like we're the fight of our lives to him not even showing up for the post-game three. <laughs> to by the end, he's like a converted Oilers fan. And like, I don't know, man. Like the city just sort of folded up like origami and surrendered.
0: But like, yeah, that was like, you know, us against Winnipeg. Like, we just went and just totally man. like dismantled them, like diffused any kind of threat they were. We let them kind of have their way a little bit in game one. And then after that, we just we, we were able to just, get our way. We're able to play our game. And that's the, the thing. The
3: storyline like, of Brady Kachuk dancing in the crowd and all that shit. It just ended. It evaporated. Ended. Yeah. Sad. Oh yeah. B- <laughs> like it he, was he even at the games.
0: No, he went home on the Saturday.
1: So that would have been game three here in Edmonton,
0: I believe. So he saw, oh, so he didn't come up for game three. So he watched the first two games, but they lost game two. Anyways. Yeah. So, and it's funny in that rap song that came out before talking about how they're going to go win the cup and everyone, everyone, even in the first round before the BOA was pointing to that song as a curse, Yep, which is so funny. Oh, it's so So bad. Did it is guys, interesting
1: that Brady Kachuk was the more visible Kachuk despite only going to two. He was more of a factor. Yep. He had more of an
0: impact on Flames fans than mm-hmm. his brother. And Keith didn't throw the hat. Keith didn't throw
3: the hat. Oh yeah. I would. Keith didn't throw the hat, and now the Flames fans have convinced themselves rightly or wrongly Johnny has played his last game as a Flame. Yeah, I hope not
1: because he uh, disappears I mean, he's and he's about. very expensive. <sighs> he's
0: going to be very, he's not, he's cheap right now. He's going to be very expensive. He's
1: going to be very expensive and he disappears in the playoffs. So, so I hope he, they it, keep him.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting yeah. what yeah. they do because they've got some, they've got some people they need to pay outside of just Johnny. They're going to have Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. Uh, uh, Andrew Mangiapani's an RFA and what? he just scored 35 goals. Yeah. And making what? 2.4 yeah, million, to nothing. yeah, and shilling. I'd let
3: Gugu hit the open waters, I'd keep Kachuk before I but I, for nothing but they'll they'll let don't... him walk for nothing is tough. Well, not for nothing, but, but just, you don't like, have a choice have to make He's if you have Mangiapane and Kachuk and Gudro to sign and you can only keep two, I would let like Goudreau.
1: It'd be interesting to see what they do. I Who hope they're that's what I say.
3: Fuck them, I don't yeah. want to see him again for another 31 years. That's fair. At least we won. Oh man, we are the Alberta
1: champs. We have to talk about the Jay Woodcroft power stance. Oh, that is
0: so funny. It's just happy for him. I'm having social media. This is when social media is just a great place. when Something like that catches fire.
3: Oh, he just fired open that door, shot out, the out of door, a, shot out just stood a door. Shot I've never seen a door open so fancily in my life. The gate. <laughs> he, so, he did like a high, like a reverse salt bay to open it. Yep. They
0: they engineer those doors to handle so much resistance. for so that one time event, and that was the Jay Woodcroft door slam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the photoshops coming out are just magic. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's amazing. Keep them coming. Like, it's just so good. There's a guy that's doing like, where's Waldo type thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think his name's Glenn Ma. So shout out Glenn Ma. Uh that's uh that's so funny. That's so funny.
1: Kennedy's had a bunch, or Adam's had
0: a bunch. They're coming from everywhere. I love them. Oh, people are just also working like uh well, business dad. He uh it was his grandson's second birthday. Oh yeah. And in his collage of photos, carousel photos, one of them has Jay Woodcroft in it. Oh which is <laughs> a great okay. touch.
1: I was trying to find, I was trying to find out who did it, but there's somebody who just printed that screenshot and hung it on the wall in their house. I love that kind of stuff. It's so funny to me. It's everything I wanted. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Fuck. It's a good time. It's such a good time. Very good. Um, yeah. The, the Woodcroft thing. Mine is my favorite one's the Costco one. Yeah, oh, Costco. Costco. That's saw, saw some Arby's. Mm-hmm. Arby's is good. Yeah, yeah. Abbey road. One's funny. Abbey
1: Road's So good. Uh, nah, that's that's good from one. I am bikes
0: so uh, funny did you guys hear the song that felton recorded oh i think he tagged me but I didn't he listen. emailed I it, know. it to me like listen. the file i think he wants me to play it on the show maybe
3: well i, I would guess like, if he emails you a file yeah could. maybe I'll, yeah
0: actually is it, i haven't listened to it oh i got me, it too can. yeah you got it too um i don't know if my phone is uh, connected to the bluetooth because you know it never is um but if i could play it i might be able to do that right now
1: well we'll vamp until you can figure it out
0: i've turned up the it's 17 the minutes long It's mostly a drum solo. It's a minute. Um, It's very quick.
1: It's like an R. Kelly song. It's just an adventure for the next 20 minutes.
3: Yeah.
2: I want to wake up because I know they close the street. Close the street. That's where I used to have my fun. (laughs) When I go out, I'll have to find a brand new spot because Big David has closed my other one. If I get drunk, yes, you know I'm heading north. I'm heading north right up the road to Edmonton. Because, because the, the Flamers base. Yeah, the, the Flames, they shit they the bend. bed And now the Oilers are the ones with all the fun Cause they have shut down the Red Mile And whatever is the place to be Cause the Oilers rule the NHL Unlike the team from Calgary Hey, you Flames fans
0: You, gotta see you need to you gotta book, see a book a team Book a right. team
2: just like your hockey team I'm talking Lucic, he's such a slow-ass plug, I'd rather have the dead cap than Kenny. Yeah, the Oilers, we hit the lottery with Connor, Leon, Hyman, and Dougie. Parsons Woody, we're off to round three to challenge for the cup they call Stanley. Because they have shut down the Red Mile and wow!
0: sing that was well done yeah (laughs) that was a hoot that was a
3: and the song the germans came out with imagine there's enough songs to put out like the 2021 album of oilers i wonder if we can mash that
0: song up with the german song
3: (laughs) (laughs) what were the songs in
0: 06 uh was black eyed black eyed peas i know but were there like the good parody songs here like
3: i mean we have like the Uh, custom i remember parodies were heavy in the late 90s early o's on the radio but for some reason in 06, they didn't really have one, as I recall. Didn't they? What, they
0: always used to do one for playoff runs. I remember there was... On Power 92. Yeah. Power 92. There was like a like Kiss, Kiss song. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was singing it the other day. Yeah, like Detroit Everywhere Rock City, but
3: about the Oilers. Every year they put out a new one on Power 92. On Sonic, they were
0: doing Tales of Rolo-san. It was like a, a Japanese ninja, but rolo Like the Tales of, of, of Roli, as if he was like a ninja. Yeah. I remember that tales of a yeah. Son,
3: but the theme song wasn't like a fan generated song or radio station song it was black eyed peas pump it back then and then game seven they put the fucking nickelback song in the intro mm. and i went from hating nickelback uh, to three minutes later i'm like i love nickelback yeah
0: yeah that was... you ever see that intro your in? oh i've seen them all from 06 mm. oh man that one was that one was powerful power it was it was so well done it it deserved the win yeah it did it did
3: god damn Michaelel back anyways good job you see all the Obama, you see how Les lobos came out of the mist
0: oh it's amazing imagine yes. they come up and they perform oh. at the moss oh, they totally
3: are oh. Oh yeah, yeah. What well, you think? Yeah. It's uh but they genuinely reached out on social because they just saw that. That wasn't like staged.
0: No, no, because they, they weren't interacting with Los the oilers. Los like they interacted with the oilers after the fact.
3: After, yeah.
0: Yeah. All oh, no, the way be. to Los
3: Lobos. If they come to this moss pit, goddamn.
0: It's a power playoffs, man. That'd be unreal. Unreal. When's the last time
3: when's Art the last Becoming time Los Reality Lobos endorsed anyone's cup run? Probably not for a while.
0: It's a great point. It's tough to get their endorsement. Mm -hmm. They don't hand them out. They don't hand them out. No, they do not. Um, Yeah. There's just so much cool stuff going on. Um, Uh, Yes. Did you see the clip I shared from our pregame show four weeks ago? Yes. That was great. Four weeks ago, I said on the pregame show uh, quote, the Western conference finals is a realistic goal. Ah. I believe. Hey. And someone went back today and commented on it. That's why I found it. Cause I had no idea. I really said that. Um, <laughs> and they were like the Instagram algorithm holds everyone accountable. And they were like, your M truck doesn't or only speaks facts. Well, so when you post it, I was, like, I it, I was right. like, Oh shit. What did I say? Did I say that we couldn't? Yeah. But I know. I would have said we God would have. Damn it, we could. Uh, so we're here now. We are here now. The Eve of the Western Conference Finals against the Colorado Avalanche with a series. Percy
3: Camper isn't that good, man.
0: He's not. Uh, he's not playing good. He's we can, the We can actually,
3: marks from him.
1: Statistically, he is the worst of the final four, regardless of what Uh-oh. happens in Game Seven tonight.
0: So where I'll go with that is looking at his numbers. He doesn't face a lot of shots. So when goals go in, they hurt his save percentage pretty hard. So there's two ways to go about that. Either one, more shots,
2: she more volume.
0: The math will kick in. Or is he a goalie who thrives when he faces more rubber? And well, that makes him a better worse. I to can produce. I can assure you, if you look back at his playoff stats, he has yet to face a shot from Leon Dreisidel. Connor McDavid. It's a tremendous Zach Hyman. Mm-hmm.
3: Send 40 shots at him in game one like God sorted out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's I. that's like probably the right way to go about this. Um, yeah. But this series, even like it's great to see just hockey fans buzzing about it. Right. It's not just us. who are excited for this series. Like everyone yeah. is because you're getting four of the six best players in the NHL are in this series. That's insane. Yeah. And that's insane. Yes. Mac versus make. So like the BOA was already kind of like the talk of, the yeah. uh, you know, of the National League. And now it's it goes one step further. And I just love the Oilers are along for every step of that. Yeah. yeah, Mac versus Mick. Who you got? So, oh, what will be Mick. interesting here like, there's no denying McDavid is the better player, right? And McDavid paired up with Dry is the better duo than McKinnon Landiscog or McKinnon Ran in, whichever way they dice up their top six, right? Um, how the Avs go about this matchup on home ice to start the series will be interesting. Is Jared Bednar going to say, fuck it, power on power, and go McDavid versus McKinnon, and they'll just boom. See who gives in. I don't think or, so. Or is he going to go? And maybe you could say this is a bit of the coward's way out. They got Lekanen. They got up. This is why they. So is it going to be Kadri, Lekanen and Rantanen, I think was the line at practice. That's that's why they they brought Lekanen. They knew they were going to face the Oilers. Yeah. They have not faced anyone as like, I mean, granted, you know, the Oilers, LA, That that was a Pretty easy matchup on paper. Calgary was a tough matchup on paper. We just made that. Yeah. And, and and everyone's like, oh, like you barely got through LA. Like we were just, we had to do, we had some learning to do. We did. And we learned. And we brought that learning to round two. And we That persevered. series went the way it had to. Yeah. You had to learn some tough lessons there. Yeah. How to respond from not just adversity, like going down three, two, but the, the big lesson, and Mike Smith even talked about it, was how the Oilers learned, hey, just when you think the job's done, you're up two, one in the series, you're I feeling good, it. you just blew them. What do we say? Big milk jobs. Never done. The job is never done. So you I think blew them. What the hell
3: have you been talking about? Mm-hmm. Blew them out. Well, that's not how you say that. <laughs>
0: they, they blew out the LA Kings. There in Game go. Two. That's
3: better. Uh, that's better. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm with, three. I'm Come with on, one. wants to go in game back three. and clip that. You can use that for a while. Oh, please God, don't. please <laughs> a little don't Easter egg for you. That is, whenever that is definitely I'm I'm being
0: clipped. How about that one stays between us? Um, anyways, that lesson they learned in, in round one, like directly came through in round two. When again, you had the flames, you were up two one, you know, you hadn't just blown them out, but in game four, you found a way to win that game again. And you mm-hmm. didn't let Calgary yeah, back won. in that series. Right. So, you, I, you know, the O's have learned some big <laughs> lessons. And when you look at who Colorado's played, like who's the best offensive player on the Predators? Philip Forsberg. Okay. Uh, Roman Yossi. Yeah. Okay. They're defensemen. See who's the best offensive player on the St. Louis Blues? Tarasenko. Tarasenko? Like he's good. Oh, Jordan Cairo. Or Jordan Cairo. Come on. But like, it's not David Settle level. Like you said, Darcy Kemper hasn't faced a shot from him. I know. Yeah. And Leon's ankle is only getting better. Just so you know, Nathan McKinnon today asked about, uh, if he's fired up to face Connor McDavid. And he said, quote, hopefully that gets more viewers and lowers escrow. But other than that, I don't care. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> Great answer. Fucking escrow. I feel for that. It's such a terrible thing. How many periods will it take for Oilers fans to hate Nazim Kadri, or for Kadri to get under their skin? I suppose. Whoa, we already don't like it. It. I already do. He's already there. Yeah. He's already there. Zero yeah, periods is the answer. Well, that just, yeah. That's this is the way it's going to be. He's got a body of work. Because yeah. you know, it's coming.
1: He's going to be annoying the mm. entire series. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's let's gone. see what Kane can do. That too. He mitigated the Matt Kachuk factor. Yeah. It's like, mean? I think Evander Kane kind of didn't let Matt Kachuk get away with anything. And I think Kane's a big reason why Kachuk was so quiet in round two. Ooh. Anyone I, who can answer because they, like, they can and they can answer the Luchich bell, right? We yeah. had an answer if we needed. Uh, so it just, you know, Matt couldn't fly around like he wanted to. Yeah. He tried Luch- once or tried a couple times because his big thing is he loves hitting guys that are being checked by other players. Like, he did it to Kulak, yeah. Yeah, he did it to Kulak and gave him a good smoke, but... Uh, Lucic is such a non-factor. Well, He's so once bad. Once again, Kane's was comments so was a factor. We want that guy on the ice. what do you say?
1: When Lucic hit Mike Smith and they thought he might be suspended, uh, Vander Kane said something to the effect of, we want that guy on the ice.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we like yeah. when that guy's on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, That was good. Uh, Okay. Before we keep going. So series starts Tuesday. Then it's Thursday in Colorado shifts back to Edmonton Saturday and Monday. Uh, Maybe if you're heading down to the game or maybe you just want something to do on an off day, check out our friends at Campio Brewing. Mm -hmm. Delicious pizza, plenty of beers on tap, Mm -hmm. just an overall great spot. And it's right by the rink too. So it is an option like we did for our uh, staff party. You can go have a pregame meal at Campio. Walk your way to the rink. It's a great place to go pregame. Yep. And I'm a beer guy, mm-hmm. Bureau Plantiste. I'm on still on the hazy IPAs there, mm-hmm. and then definitely get a pizza. Yep. Uh, put True yourself right. Shout out to Campio, right downtown. Um, if you're not a beer guy, though,
1: cocktails also delicious at Campio. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, they know how to pour them there. Mm-hmm.
3: What do we it's think? Pretty huge hockey day in Canada. Saturday conference finals. Like, what the fuck? And
0: first four games, all six o'clock starts. Oh, man. Do we Thank like God. that? I, I Is do. Is that the
3: biggest hockey day in Canada since 2006? finals probably all yep, probably for, eh? for us yeah
1: yeah normally i've stopped watching the playoffs at this point yeah
0: yeah,
3: yeah. I, i'm actually flabbergasted the season goes this long i usually stop paying attention about april 18th
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh six o'clock starts. We like them. That's what yeah, I, I don't know. I'm yeah, a to be nice. Big, big yeah. It's just cause like playoffs for us and the whole team, as you can tell, has been a very exhausting exercise. Uh, and it's great. Cause it's a great problem. Cause there's yeah. just so much going on and so much doing mm-hmm. those late games. It's tough. Like it's like, you're going to bed at midnight and you're it's up at it early. Like I, I sound like an old man, but like the six is great. Mm-hmm. And then the beauty is like, so we're hosting the party tomorrow night yep. downtown, which is great. Get to hang out with Rick. Rick is our spirit animal. Yeah. Um, First watch party pint downtown if you missed it. Yep. And so game's going to be over at nine. It'll still be light outside. Well, and you, you just stick around for a while. You, you're not, it's it, no guilt. Yeah. Cause it's you're still like, it's still sleep early. Yeah. yeah. So you can still, you can hang out for a couple hours mm-hmm. and, you know, enjoy the, and celebrate, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's nice. And then it. also the big thing is, is that the East can see this. The East has been deprived of Connor McDavid playoff mode, which is just yeah. so bad for the league. Yeah. This is a great opportunity. I know that they're doing their best to. This is where this is where TV rights dictate the rules, and it's because ESPN that uh, they didn't move any of the times around to try to mm-hmm. showcase uh, the Oilers, which which sucks, but it is what it is. It's the business of sports. But now everyone gets to see it. Everyone on the East Coast gets to watch it eight o'clock. It's great.
1: I watched that Chris Cuthbert call on McDavid's OT winner probably a hundred times. Oh, yeah. Game winner, series yeah. winner, Connor oh. sliding out kind Hyman takes a stick to the face somewhere in the pile.
0: Oh, he that sure does. Um, what about the, did everyone hear the Jack Michaels call already? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. so good. You want to, you want to pop me up for any of the listeners who maybe haven't heard it yet? Uh, one sec here, let me just, I got to, there we go.
3: David created a turnover for a dry side inside. McDavid has shot.
2: scores! Connor McDavid has won the Battle of Alberta for Edmonton! 5-4! David
0: created turn tremendous Jack's having a good time and again you have
3: those clips sitting on your phone
0: I'm always ready to play a Jack Michaels call give me the game I got them all it's like a library legit you're empty um uh, just again watching the video seeing Woodcroft so fired up I just love him so much oh it's so good like him hugging Gullitson at the end too and just all of it just unreal It starts off his career the last 12 months is on a rise? Oh yeah, he's getting paid this summer. Getting paid, sure. This summer. Do it. Yep. Well, I was
1: talking to I was I was talking to Gregor about some other stuff yesterday, and he made up a good. Po- he brought up a good point where Woodcroft hasn't had like a traditional rise to being a head coach. He was an assistant coach for almost a thousand games mm-hmm. before going down to Bakersfield for the last four years or whatever. So he's had a really interesting trajectory. He was a video coach for a while,
0: then an yep. assistant
1: coach. And we, in Bakersfield.
0: and we talked about this with uh, Sara Valley the other day, um, but like I give him props for like, again, when McClellan got that job in LA, it would have been easy for Woodcroft to go. I'm going to go back to what's comfortable. I'm going to stay in the NHL, make my assistant coach money. Life will be good. But I give credit to Woodcroft and credit to the organization for making sure he was happy in his spot. Like, you no, know, carve out your own path. Try to do this thing yourself. And he did it in Bakersfield and he put in the time. The organization took care of him and they Want gave a him a shot. Things. Yeah then gave him a shot when he deserved it when they needed him as well. Like just the rise from Woodcroft is awesome. It's an awesome, awesome story. Uh,
3: yeah. Kenny and, Holland is making good decisions now at the lens of history applied.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is, is, is paying off. Is looking yeah very well for D- Kenny. Yeah. Um, like Kenny the Zach, boy. like the Zach Hyman deal is you can argue, you can bitch about the term if you want to, but it's, it's about the about, here. It's about, about the, the here and we, now
3: it's the here it's and the now. The here That's and and fucking now.
0: Like I that said like Toronto fans, just, well, wait till you're seven. Like, Okay, I'll uh, worry about that. Sure, five years, six years from now. Yeah, I'll wait five, six years. caps probably also twenty-five coyote. million more, so you can squeeze them in more. Exactly, more palatable. The guy
1: just scored six goals in five games against the Flames. So yeah, that's exactly what that. we pay.
0: Our window is now, so yeah, I don't care what years five, six, and seven are on the Nuge and the um, mm-hmm. Hyman deals. I don't care. Cody CC deal gets a big thumbs up from me. Yep. How can you complain about that? Yeah. He's been steady. Cool. cool. Like, trade. I, great. What the fuck
1: is Dave Manson been telling those guys? You know, they have just been playing so much better on the back end.
0: <laughs> I, I so honestly steady. I think it's like you got Woodcroft and Manson, obviously a form of chemistry. You just hear how Woodcroft talks. You know, he talks to his players like that. Like mm-hmm. I just, they just, I, they really know how to make the players feel comfortable and confident and they're able to get the best out of them. Like that's, what's happening and it's, <laughs> they're able to unlock another level from Connor McDavid, not saying that, you know, the it's coaching and, and communication that does that, but yeah. you know, it, the team's playing better around them. So it allows Connor to raise the tide. So Connor allows him to lo- unlock that next level. That hug between Connor
1: and Nuge was everything. Oh, man oh, post game. Come magic
0: heart melting. Oh man. I'm so happy for the Nuge. Mm-hmm.
3: Think of all of Connor's life since he started, like in that book, said he was wearing a tie to his brother's practices and shit. And think of all his sacrifices. Think of all the work he's put into this point and how much better he's gotten since he was picked first overall with the most hypes in Sydney and then lived up to that hype. He is eight wins away from a motherfucking cup after all that work. Yeah. Would you want to stand between Connie McDavid and eight wins from a Stanley oh, Cup? I wouldn't want to stand between Connie McDavid and eight wins for a Stanley uh, Cup. He is so fucking close, it is ridiculous. And
0: that's oh. what I loved about after, like the immediate moments after. Because you know, by the time he gets in front of the mic and in front of the cameras to do his proper post-game, he's calmed down. He's got the professional face back on. But his celebration the hug with nudes, the hug with dry, all of that. That's real, Connor. The intervie- I couldn't
3: believe my eyes when he was bouncing up and down, hugging Devin Shore. I couldn't I believe it. I thought it was a deep fake.
0: But even the uh, the interview with Scott Oak right after the game where he's just got that big smile on. And it's like, man, we don't see that a lot from Connor. He's got the big smile on. Scott Oak asked him about the OT winner. And like, again, you see a bit of personality from him because he goes, I, I was bad all night. Like no one's harder on him than him. And I'm, I was bad all night. I was just happy to do something. Like cool. it's awesome. It's awesome. Glad man. you
3: did something.
0: Yeah. Um, while we're on the topic of that goal, what was everyone's reaction in the moment? Where were you? What did you do? What did you yell? I was at home. Uh, you have a sleeping baby somewhere have a, around I have you. I sleeping baby. Uh, so interesting about my house, main floor only has one bedroom. So there's, there's like this TV library room that we have and we've mm-hmm. converted a designated portion of it to be Crawford's nursery, if you will. Okay even though she doesn't sleep in her crib yet, we're trying to get her to, but she was, I had her down in her crib for this. And like, I was, I'll, I'll take it back before that goal. So Oilers come back and tie. Mm-hmm. I'm losing my shit. I run outside. Cause my girlfriend's like, I've been bad luck watching some of the games. So I'm just going to go do some gardening until later in the game. Yep. She's like early on, I've been bad luck. She's gardening at like nine o'clock at night. Oh yeah. She's crazy. Okay. And then I run outside I'm like, Cause like, I'm like, I need to like get out this energy. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, the others tied up blah, 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 blah. And then, or sorry. And then, oh, sorry. This is the, they went up one. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I ran out and then I come back in. They got, they, they tied. And like five seconds after I sat down, we went down one. I was like, Oh God. Yeah. What's happened. I've tapped in the energy. Anyways. So then we tie it. So what I would do is I'd run into the living room and just like fist pump and do your thing. Go crazy. But also have to do it without setting off hot dogs. He also gets pretty emotionally uh into it <laughs> as well with me. So you're living in a house of booby traps. No, it's just, Oh yeah. Everything just set off the ticking time bomb. That is Crawford. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Connor scores. I just run. I'm like, yeah, yeah. like just like that. So about as loud as I can yell. And then just running into the living room, just fist pumping, uh, no one. Uh, and, uh, it was great. Bag milk. I was by myself while
1: I was at home watching it. And first of all, Frank had left the room by that point. He's yeah, sick enough. of your shit. He is not like me screaming at the TV <laughs> during the playoff games. So he's out of there. My first thought was in the second period, well, third period, my watch, my Apple watch is going crazy. It's like, you're going to die right now. Your heart rate is a real problem. So I was like, okay, well, that's fine. We'll see how this goes. And then Blake Coleman scores, or at least he thought he scored. So I was just like, okay, shit. Still six and a half minutes left, plenty of time. I had no thought that the Oilers were going to lose that game because they had just come back several times before. Mm -hmm. I was just, I also find that interesting. Calgary just assuming they would have won, like with six and a half minutes left, like boom, no problem. But then it gets called back, and I think they need to take advantage of this opportunity. They are alive. It's a tie game. You have to end this now. So then, when eventually goes to overtime, the Flames get a couple of okay chances, I suppose. Mini was good. He was good. He battled. Uh, Duncan Keith had some nice sticks in OT as mm-hmm. well, knocking down passes from midair. Mm-hmm. But then when Connor scored, I just screamed, fuck you at my TV. And all my windows and shit were open. So I imagine somebody thought there was some kind of just rampaging happening, which there was. I was cheering with a bottle of red wine. Mm. I'd I'd skipped the glasses at that point. I'd gone straight for the bottle. So I was just cheering, walking around, celebrating with red wine, screaming at my TV. And then I had to compose myself, finish up the wrap-up. And then the B-Cast that night was so much fun.
0: Yeah. I observed a little bit of
1: that. It was Mm. so much fun. People were so excited. And rightfully so.
3: Well, I've developed a new technique that was lent to me by a friend of the show. So our good friend, Brian Sutherby is a scout for the Washington Capitals. And I was telling him after the first round how I didn't sit down watching any of the games against the Kings. Like I stood the entire series. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, that's all you do. That's nothing. I'm like, that's a lot, man. Like I stood the entire time. He's like, you want to know what to do when the games get tense? And then he told me what he did. So I'll pay this forward and tell you guys. When he first told me, I'm like, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? And then sure as shit, game one, I found myself doing it. So I'll tell you now, but you may find yourself doing it. What Suds does, what I do now is you stand with your back against the wall in a different room because then the bad vibes can't get you. And you (laughs) look around the corner like a detective in a gunfight. So you're like back against the wall and then you look and then you go back with your back against the wall. And he said he's watched entire games like that before because the bad vibes can't get him outside the room. He figured. So like, that's so stupid. OT, my back was against the wall. I was in the next room and I was looking around the corner and then going back like that.
1: I was the complete opposite. I had the hero stance probably three feet from my TV.
0: Yeah. So I'm actually surprised by this. So you actually don't like follow the play or anything. You were just,
3: staring depends at on the situation, how yeah. hard core it is, man. it's fucking overtime. Like it okay. wasn't game seven overtime. Mm. That was much, much worse. But I was standing in the other room, looking around the corner. It's cool.
0: Not bad. <laughs> um, I had a couple of friends. I can also
3: see my China hutch or uh, China, uh, whatever the hell you can see the reflection too, mm. but nothing can get you around the corners. What Suds proves it's a, it's a valid strategy.
1: Yeah, I agree. Some, uh, it's like some kind of playoff feng shui.
3: Kind of thing yep yeah. mm-hmm. he, he also has said that he will he will kneel in front of the TV like he's praying in church and he'll like clasp his hands together for power plays in the dark <laughs> He said he can't handle light that is wild <laughs> I,
0: uh, I had a couple of friends over and then when the game went to overtime they were both like ah like we work early like this thing might go long like we're just gonna cut our losses and head out now so I was just by what? myself I know I can believe it. I was just Who by myself or with my girlfriend on the couch. And I started OT just like bag milk, like you, like three feet from the TV, just staring. Powers dance. And <sighs> girlfriend was like, you're not doing this all over time. Like you need to sit on the couch for a little bit. Um, so I sat down and like, as soon as I sat down, McDavid scored. Um, and I just couldn't believe it.
3: I sat they on the floor for a little floor. bit. My God. Uh,
0: I've, I've got, a, I've got like this leg rest poof. Yeah. And uh, they scored the two goals, my legs on it. So then for the rest mm-hmm. of the game, I did not legs up, legs, yeah, legs run on, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I was, I was so wired. Amber went to bed. She was like, are you coming to bed? I was like, no, I'm not going to bed. They just won. They just beat the flames. So I just sat on my couch and scrolled Twitter and had like three more beers and just like kept crushing beers by myself, reading all the tweets, interacting with people. Then I was like, I'm going to go on the beatcast You're not by
3: yourself if you're on social media.
0: Exactly. Right. Went on the beatcast, cast, had a good time with bag milk.
1: It was fun. It was like, that yeah. was a, that was a really fun B cast. Everybody was so excited. The each hit Calgary's per 60 were sky high. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a great, great time. There was a lot
3: of talk about the Coleman like the series, thing. Was, sorry, bang about doesn't it seem like the, the series against the Kings was a year ago? you yeah. yeah. easily. Easily. <laughs>
0: no kidding. Um, and then this weekend, first off this amount of time off. Great for the boys. Great for the oil to get some time off rest. Be fully ready to go. Yeah. Also, I think great for everyone. Just take a few days, deep breath. Enjoy the fact we're going to the conference finals. Things slow down a little bit. I went out and saw our our friends at Cattail Crossing over the weekend. Oh, nice. It was tremendous. Very good. If you're looking for good golf just north of the city, shout out to our friends at Cattail Crossing um yeah it's just, we're selling check out the nation Gear store. we're selling uh golf passes there for two yeah that's actually so if you go to nationgear.ca it's actually a really solid yeah, deal we did worked out a good deal with them so we, it's a limited number but yeah. i think for 97 dollars 29 don't ask me why we priced it like that uh it's around for two do you are f- you being sarcastic <laughs> what do you mean why is the price 9729? I don't know. I Probably doesn't tax and stuff, Yeah. Right? yeah. HST, <laughs> maybe? It's a coincidence. Yeah. Carbon, carbon, tax? yeah. carbon tax? Carbon mm-hmm. tax. Anyways, round of two with a cart. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good.
1: It was nice. Like, so games on Thursday. Late, late night. I could not fall asleep until 2.30. Mm. Brain was buzzing. Friday, it was nice to be asleep at like 10 o'clock. Oh.
0: I was out. I, I was in bed before yeah. 10. I woke up at 6. Had a, just a wonderful morning. And it felt and felt energized. I did the same thing on Saturday too. Went to bed bright and early, or super early. Woke up a little F1. It was nice. Real I had a nice little Sunday. I had a wedding on Saturday and the guy whose wedding it is his names Ryan. Uh, congrats, uh, Chloe and Ryan on your nuptials over the weekend. Uh, two years their wedding's been delayed. Oh, wow. um, so they finally got to have it. And it was at the old timers cabin, which was pretty cool. Uh, venue uh, overlooking the river in the, in the city. But uh, he's a huge Oilers fan. <laughs> and, and I'm a huge Oilers fan and I'm just like, shit. If there's a game six, it's going to be at eight o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. Right in the teeth of this thing. So
3: play that we, at your wedding. Be a, wedding. Been a. lot of people he, he, probably, he probably, he
0: probably would have, but my plan was, I was like, we brought Crawford to the, like the ceremony. I would have brought her to the reception and then, and then once like, seven 30 hits i'd be like yeah no we got to get crawford home Mm -hmm. and then i probably would have gone to the game it's very late for a child i must take care of well it's the perfect out you look like (laughs) you know and and it's so like that was like i was that plan was ready to be deployed if and when if needed yeah and uh thankfully uh, the Oilers did what they needed to do and won on Thursday and he he thanked them in their speech. Cause he's just like, I don't know how I would be able to handle tonight <laughs> knowing that there's a, you know, game That's six good. elimination, uh, potential series clinching game being played while I'm sitting up here. Yeah. That would have been. And
1: something. just selfishly, I really want them to do it in Calgary in the sense that watching flames fans walk out of the saddle dome. Oh, sad yeah. was
0: so good. good. Yeah. The sad dome.
1: They were after game one and the shit they gave Oilers fans after game one, calling for a sweep, all of that. I just, I soaked it all in. It was wonderful.
3: Was the awesome. most lippy flames fan on Twitter fever for flames. I'm fighting with this fucking asshole. What did he have to years, say? Did you get him? Not a peep after uh, game one. It was as though he wasn't even on Twitter. hmm well, that's oh, what I found interesting,
1: good. too, is that Oilers fans kind of kept it together after game two, three, four, even we up classy. three, one. I didn't
3: really see anyone shitting on Flames fans, to be honest. But then after game five,
1: then the floodgates opened and I very really? much enjoyed it. Yep. It was just like we were, we were all living the Mamba mentality. Job wasn't done. But then once the job <laughs> was done, it was time to unload.
3: I thought everybody was quite well behaved for the most part, though. I thought it was going to be way more petty and like it was good. It was good. Yeah if we'd lost that series in five games, we would not have been so gracious or quick to collapse. Well, is a better way to describe them.
0: I, I I actually don't care how they feel, but I'm just glad I don't have to feel what they feel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That's exactly how that's exactly what's going through my head too. It's just like, all right, well, Bragging rights for life on that one. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.
3: Watching coach Sutter after every game, just get more and more droopy was classic. And just like, and sounded more defeated.
0: Like, yeah. Playing, oh, oh, yeah. Like By
3: about game. We four, just can't say
0: like, he's just really good. We just can't stop him. I guess we're not good enough. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, you're trying to reverse jinx this. I'm like, Oh, maybe he's just actually speaking the truth. But even after they won, they said the best player won. That's,
1: like they're still sticking with the one guy thing. It was I just know. Where are Leon Trisettle
0: had 17 points.
1: He had more points than their entire first line.
0: Yeah.
3: Don't they have the exact same amount of points in the playoffs, too? Uh, Connor and Leon. Connor and Leon. Yeah, they're tied now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So how are. the fuck can be one guy? There's another guy tied with points, you fucking idiots.
0: So I floated this question to Frank today on the DFO rundown and Jason. And I said, Connor McDavid, 26 points. That's what oftentimes will lead the NHL in playoff scoring. It's like at the the, end. Yeah. yeah, Eight of the last 20 playoffs he would be the leading scorer already or something like that. So let's say this series goes six or seven games. Yeah. And just to say this and make the point, Oilers losing six or seven. Yeah. McDavid is now at 40 points, which is an insane number. Yeah. Does he get Conn Smythe votes? No. Oh, no. Uh, no. The definition of the award is the player most valuable to their team during the Stanley cup playoffs. Yeah, well, the same the same freaking logic that no one's paying attention to for Austin Matthews is what's ultimately gonna win him the heart. Mm. That's why he I didn't think to win funny. the Calder. I just I don't know. I'm curious, like I don't think he'll win, but will you see him pop up on some ballots? I think it's gonna be very funny if if
1: Matthews wins the heart and like goes to accept the award and everybody's like, you know
0: who should have this. Yeah. 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 We all watched you it. You know, you know what you did, you and Blake Coleman. Yep. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. anyways it's an interesting like i think if the oilers make like the cup simulations where the oilers yeah that's right i'm not that kind of guy. i'm not an angels fan
0: <laughs> i'm wearing my otani jersey because otani boys otani boys for life um and i feel bad because the jays lit them up on the weekend but anyways if the oilers make the cup final mcdavid's winning the conspite no matter what,
3: oh, that's Leo, what I'm unless about. leon
0: goes super freaking. unless yeah leon could also has a great case for it because they have identical numbers
3: but if the oilers can w- make it to the cup finals and connor's four wins away from a cup I don't think Vasilevsky is going to be able to do it,
0: man. Yeah. There's also that he's good. That'll be, that'll be a good player, very good series.
3: Mag- he doesn't have the magnetism that Connor has to destiny.
0: That'll be, that'll be an interesting series. So who do you think wins game seven tonight? I think it will be the Rangers. I'm, I'm humming it on. Cause I don't know if I'm com- confident enough to bet on it, but I do think the Rangers will win. Why? You know, when you walk up to a roulette table and it's been like eight straight black. Yeah. You got to bet on black. I, I, always I always go to red. I always go to red. I see eight black and I go, you know what? It makes no sense. I know it makes no sense, but I go, no, it's going to be red. The home team has won every game in this series. The home team won every game in Carolina's last series. Yeah. It's getting broken tonight. It's getting broken tonight. This is the run of like 10 straight black spins at the roulette table. It's got to hit red eventually. The rain, a road team has to win. Shesterkin has been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I can't believe the Rangers haven't found more offense. That looks like they finally got to anti-ranta in game six. They scored five. He was yanked. I think the Rangers will win tonight. Are they going to start ranta? You have to. I know, but like, this is, it's, it's now yeah. an interesting situation. That they find themselves in. I know. And that's just why like in a, a game seven is a coin flip. So I'll just the team with the better goalie too. I like the star power on the Rangers more than I like the, the, the big guns on Carolina. Gregor made a good point though. He said, if the, if the hurricanes went out there and took the name bars off their jerseys, you would never know which line is the first line and which one's the third line. Cause they're deep.
3: They oh, are already the players are,
0: <laughs> yeah. um, but I do. I like the Rangers. Okay. Yeah. I have, I have no. Pfft. Yeah. That series has uh, been so boring. I haven't watched any part of me. Part of me. Part of me too. wants a redo of 2006.
3: That would be unbelievable.
0: And when there's all this pixie dust woo woo special shit going on, <laughs> it just feels like that could be a possibility. And if that is, holy shit.
3: Will they play Nickelback again before they You got to. <laughs> yes. You got to. Nickelback
0: deserves a second chance. It wasn't Nickelback's fault. Nickelback did exactly what we needed them to do. That opening montage for game seven was magic.
3: We just bring Cam Ward out and one punch him in front of the whole audience. Pow!
0: (laughs) Pre-game. But once again, job's not done. We got four wins. We got to get done in front of us here. This is yeah. going to be an no, interesting no, no. series. It'll be because, like, we're not the same team we were in the regular season, and everyone's like, you know, oh paper, blah 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 blah. And like, yeah, in the regular season, that's true. Mm-hmm. But this is playoffs. It's a different fucking beast. Anything mm-hmm. and like the Warriors show up and elevate themselves, and Connor McDavid has found a different level. Leon's found another level, and he's on one leg. Speaking of Warriors, both Leon and Nurse are practicing today first time in a while that's a good sign nurse mm-hmm. is starting to feel better like and then like obviously like these are injuries that are, you know make it li- them limit to what they can do but you can tell leon's getting better with every game that he plays and nurse is starting to feel a little bit more comfortable he's getting a little more physical and stuff but like duncan keith you know he he comes and steps in you know in a, in a game when we needed him yeah you know or uh, <laughs> well, he's got a lot of clutch performances as long as we as long as we keep the motor going Keep the motor going. We obviously have the ability to create chances Mm -hmm. and Kemper is struggling with saving these chances. So if we can, well at all, if we can, if we can create a lot of chances, we got a chance. Like we definitely got a chance. Like, like Colorado, just that, that, that St. Louis series. Like you got to give props to Billy Huso for stepping in and like, like they're getting shelled most games, except for game six. But like Mm -hmm. Colorado's just shelling them. Yeah. But once again, fast team meets slow team, mm-hmm. which is w- what happened with us in Calgary. We brought the pace. So this yeah. is going to be like high. This is going to be speed against speed.
1: It's going to be crazy. Best thing the others can do is make Makar defend also. He's not as good in his own end yeah. as he is on the other
0: end. Yeah, he just can't have the puck on his stick. Yep. Make him defend. Yep. Uh, just quickly, a little bit of housekeeping here. Uh, during the BOA, we did our raffle. For free play kids. Oh yeah. Free play for kids. Yeah, I got that right. Yeah. Um, and one of the prizes was a two night stay at the Fairmont JPL yeah. and an Alfa Romeo to drive out there. And I went to the Alfa Romeo dealership to do the draw yeah. and it's beautiful in there. Yeah. I love they it. Nice whips. They do. Um, but anyways, the winning ticket has not been claimed yet. Ooh. So if you were ooh. at our watch parties and you bought a ticket. Do you have the ticket number? We should uh announce We got to find the winner. Okay. Let me uh, go. Find. Who doesn't want to go to Jasper and then just bag a uh, Alfa Romeo? Mm-hmm. Those things. I'm, 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 At first I thought Jared, sales guy Jared was buying himself
1: new toys for a second. Uh, and I was, cause he's a big car guy.
0: Big yeah. car guy. Man, uh, those things are beautiful. Zero, four, seven, seven, four, four, six, seven. One more time. Zero, four, seven, seven, four, four, six, seven. There you go. I had to swap, uh, swap whips with Jared. Uh, Cause he needed the nation truck for an event. Yeah. So I've got the, I'm driving the l Romeo right oh. now. And that is uh, you okay? Yeah. Uh, oh, was beautiful? that was a giant oh. yawn. Yeah. No, no, that was a yawn. Well, it's or a what? podcast. No one will know what? Oh yeah, sure. Well, anyways, sounded I will. Like
3: someone stepped on a duck. <laughs>
0: great, 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 great car to drive. Yeah. Having a lot of fun with it. And, uh, when you're heading through the rest of the playoff run here, however long that may be, you're sitting there oh, on game yeah, day, bitch. six o'clock start. You're like, fuck that noise. I'm not cooking. No. No. You're going to go download DoorDash on your phone, use the promo code real life pod and get 25% off no delivery fees with that bad boy. And you're going to order Oodle Noodle. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get that dropped off at your house and the doorbell's going to ring, ding dong. And you're going to have a fantastic meal while you sit and watch the Oilers play in the Western Conference Final for the first time since 2006. You're Mm -hmm. going to eat it. You're going to enjoy it. And when the Oilers win that game, you don't have another choice. You don't have a choice, but to order the exact same thing for the next game.
3: Yep. And or then you bef- go on Doordash and order yourself up an Alfa Romeo, and they'll have that shit to your door within fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. But the eight percent tip that adds up on an Alfa Romeo, absolutely.
0: You have two choices. Let's say you're sitting around and a large sum of money falls into your pocket. You can either buy an Alfa Romeo or you can buy tickets yeah. to one Oilers playoff game. <laughs> wow. they're expensive. If you haven't seen, they it are yet, getting high
3: in price. I, so, think. I feel
0: impressive. like you could, yeah. I feel like you could juggle buy one year used L4 Mayo and have enough for tickets. I feel like you can get yeah, that both in this, set, this scenario. Um and drive to that game in style and fast. Oh absolutely if you want to. I'm just looking at the prices for the next game. Park what, it on the,
1: the on the J Dub.
0: What blows my mind about this, so like these are all obviously the Ticketmaster verified resale, right? Yeah. So like section one thirteen drink rail. $6,100 a ticket. Is what I, think, I think that's just someone throwing up a someone prayer. Someone's throwing a number out that's there. That's a yeah. prayer. But what drives me nuts is that Ticketmaster charges $1,100 in fees for a e. It's an e-ticket. So they charge... then And then they charge the fee on this, on this other yeah. side too. They get that fee twice. How? Like, this? that feels like one of the biggest scams of the 21st century. Not to talk too much the shit NFT. about it. Well, like... How are there eleven hundred dollars in fees? Because it's a flat rate, bro. Uh, that's why there's uh, third the ticket prints. There's uh, that's why there's th- third parties that uh, I guess tackle that problem That exist. Yeah. Anyways, I just that blew my mind. I was like, man, Ticketmaster is making some good money if those tickets sell.
3: Look yeah. how expensive Harry Styles <laughs> tickets are now. Those are nuts. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. It's amazing, man. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere in his tour, it's like a cup final price. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Um, I saw our a thing about Kennedy. it online that was showing like the most expensive Mick Jagger dissed Harry Styles and says he's nothing like him right because oh, people were God. comparing them yeah. and then someone just dropped the ticket prices for Harry Styles concerts and how many sold out shows he has in London it's pretty impressive man
0: is he coming to Edmonton or is he just going to van he's going know. to Toronto he's in Toronto while we're in Toronto what mm-hmm. stay tuned we're going to launch that trip soon we just got to figure out the flights we got yep. the hotels Yep, we got the Game tickets? Mm-hmm. We don't have a way to get there yet. We're working on it. We Take might Alpha drive.
3: Romeos. They're quick, quick.
0: Ooh. Just a fleet of Alpha Romeos Ooh, going man. across Condoid? the prairies. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. it'd nine, be a race. Be it's a race. Yeah. First one in Toronto wins twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sure. That trip to Toronto will be. I fun. know all the secrets to Saskatchewan, though. So watch out.
1: Upper oh. bowl. I'm finding some for anywhere from six hundred bucks to thirteen hundred dollars.
0: For the oil? For the oilers, yeah. Yeah, there's some people Ouch. taking flyers there. Ouch. Is yep. hey, she spicy out there? Mm-hmm. So I, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. I Let me say. tell you
3: a story around check about people going to sporting events and tickets costing a lot of money or not costing a lot of money. Okay. Two of the members of the Real Life podcast decided to go to the World Series in Texas one time. And we bought our tickets online in advance of leaving. I don't remember.
0: We were already going to Texas. We weren't going there for the world series. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We're like, fuck it. We should go to the world series. It's a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have a buddy named cheese and cheese doesn't work in advance. And cheese is 10 years younger than us too. Yeah. Yeah. Makes magic happen at the last minute all the time. And I don't remember what we spent to sit in the outfield very far away. And cheese went to the game and sat in the stands with the wives of the one team. And it cost them like a penny.
0: I think we paid 600 us to sit like upper, upper deck outfield. And they just waited until game time and they weren't going to go, but then they went and checked. and I think they got in for a hundred bucks and they got to sit right behind the away teams dugout. With wow. the families.
3: So if you want to go to a game like this, you go down to Ford Hall, you stay nearby, you wait for the game to start, then you buy your tickets and the prices will collapse.
0: Yeah. That's a risky plan though. You, have, you just have to be prepared to watch the whole game in Ford Hall or like dart
3: across outside. Or get one, outside. one of those
1: concourse passes and you can just oh. wander around.
3: That's- when the trophy been awarded, the Texas Rangers had taken it and ran off the field into their dugout. It was very boring to watch a world series title be awarded. I found. Yeah. Hockey. Then really we found deep. a bag of merchandise world series, merchandise in the outfield. It was like a uh, whole yeah. bunch of shit. Somebody left behind. We we're like, Oh, and then our buddy was like, we paid one sixth of your ticket price. We're like, we found a bag of garbage that we're keeping. Even <laughs> Steven.
0: Uh, oh, fuck, I was going to say something. I forget. Damn
3: it. Oh, you're
0: about concourse passes. Yeah. The concourse passes. If anyone listening to this, have bought in one of those. Please DM me. I'd love to hear about your experience. Pay yeah, a hundred bones. You just get
1: a cruise around, taking the atmosphere of the concourse, going to the other store.
3: They'd charge you to be in the Moscot if they could. Don't fucking kid yourself, other fans. I, I worry.
0: They charged, but it was all for charity for the Red right. Lot, just because it got so popular. And it was only. It was. It was nominal, but uh, that would be a hell of a fundraising tool.
1: I love the videos of the moss pit after anything happens. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just that place goes bananas. Such a vibe.
0: Like, so they pack Ford Hall. They pack the moss pit. Every bar is packed. The building somehow was like 10,000 more people in it.
1: <laughs>
0: it's madness.
1: Oh, How was a game for trying to figure out your P math was very interesting. Do you leave with a minute left in the period hoping that you beat the rush or do you dart there as soon as the like stomp up the stairs? It was impossible.
0: So bring a catheter, baby, depending on how comfortable you are in your seats and where you are. So like the seats, I'm usually in are aisle seats, right? Yeah. And the washroom is not that far away. So I have it timed where I know when the next whistle is going to be a TV timeout because it's easy to know that. What is it? 14 and seven, 14, 10 and after five, there's three. So when that last one's coming, right? Like four minutes left in the period, boom, you go up, out, hiss, you There's no line Yeah, you can. Do and it. you can get back. If you don't make it to your seat, you're just standing at the top of your section, yeah. watching the next couple of minutes. Yeah. And in that scenario, if you don't get back to your seat by the end of the period, no big deal.
3: You just turn right around the bars right there. You're first in line for drinks. It's a good Look system. At the that we're dropping. How yeah. do I get into the game for cheap? How do I not pay these huge ticket prices? How do I not spend my intermission peeing? How do I not piss gold? my pants?
0: Yeah. I'm telling you. We are also launching uh, for the third round nation diapers. <laughs> we should. I need them. And I need them. that way you can only, you can just focus on the drinking. Yeah. I'm you gonna just take
3: to two kids up. diapers, staple them together and bang.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need to hold at least two,
1: three liters of fluid though. Mm-hmm. The BPP was ramped up as the playoffs has gone. Uh, on. Oh yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's yeah, great.
0: Yeah. Um, my rule of thumb of I don't drink on days the Oilers don't play, gone. That is gone. I, my whole life's a party right now. <laughs> Woo! It's either I, living. It's either I'm partying because the Oilers are playing, or I'm partying because the Oilers aren't playing and I'm bored. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, It's kind of wild, yeah. eh? cause like it's in. It's because the game nights are just such a high. Oh, I know. Right? Like it's such an extreme that to go to like not having that feels like boring sin. as hell. Yeah.
1: Well, even in, before Oilers Nation Radio on Friday, Rick and I finally got to compare notes after Game Four because I went to see him at the oh, Pine yeah. post game and we were just both on rocket fuel that night. Went from having just a cheeky one to ending up in the cooler for a cooler pop. Mm-hmm. And then ending up, I got to go I need to find a cab immediately.
3: <laughs> Remember uh, what it says in the Bible, it's not alcoholism. If you're happy. That is true. I've heard that. I please enjoy responsibly.
0: Yeah. Please enjoy responsibly. <laughs> and, and of all the advice and tips we've given, maybe that last one's not the best. Oh, <laughs> Taking a cab home? How dare you! That's yeah, good exactly. that's <laughs> a great advice. <laughs> yeah. All right, Oilers game one. Game one. Uh,
1: they, I think they got to steal one in Colorado. That's gonna be huge. gotta got split.
0: Gotta split because you know what I say. You're never in trouble till you lose at home. But gotta split. Yeah, you can make the other team in trouble if you take one. Now, yep. can like, do you think there's a chance? There's always a chance uh, that like we can maybe catch uh, Colorado off guard. I think so. Yeah, in game, game so. one. Yeah, I think game one is the one to steal. Yeah,
1: I think so too. They're gonna be jacked up. The crowd's gonna be going. Yeah, nerves. Mick and
3: Mac, I love that. And
1: ultimately, Mm -hmm. the Oilers don't really have a whole lot of pressure in this series. Really, Mm -hmm. underdog mentality, embrace it. Well, that's it's a great place to
0: be. Mm -hmm. It's a great place to be. Leaves you hungry. Yeah, leaves you feeling cool.
1: Connor's got that look in his eye.
0: Oh, Connor is just a wonderful human right now. The whole team is. All of Oilers Nation is wonderful. Also. Uh tomorrow is the start of June is tomorrow June 1? No, tomorrow's 31st. Ah, okay. 2 days it's June, which is Pride month. And nice. uh over at nationgear.ca, I think this is the first time we've done this. We got an Oilers Nation Pride shirt. Yeah, where we partnered up with the Edmonton 2 Spirit Society. Mm-hmm. And so all the proceeds from those tees are going to support them. So you go check it's them out. Awesome. I don't think we've ever dropped a purple shirt either, which is neat. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot different it's playoffs, man. Yeah. It's just a crazy awesome time. It's awesome. Anyways, yeah, pride shirt up at nationgear.ca. And also, check out our um, our '97 shirt. We uh, oh, that one! How funny was that soundbite of that guy? Hey, so that guy bought shirts. We're giving that back, and he's very excited that that turned into a T-shirt, and he's very excited that it's supporting the uh, Calgary Food Bank. Oh, nice! I didn't know we were doing that. Well, you gotta. We have to acknowledge Calgary exists, nice. and so Fair. we have to help them. Mm-hmm. We feel we That's feel Western for them.
3: Conference. Teams play. That's how know, winners act. That's level yeah. Of humanity. I'm not familiar. I'm petty.
0: <laughs> I, I'm petty. Kyrie wouldn't do this for this for us, but we'll definitely do it for them.
1: Yep. How's this boys? Nuge. Kane Yamamoto is the second line of practice today. Drysaddle McDavid Hyman.
0: I like that. Spread it around a little more. Hyman's oh. productive up there. Kane can drive his own. Yep. Nuge Yamo, I think that's a hard four-checking line with Yamo there.
1: Fogle McLeod Puliyarvi, that's on the third, and then the fourth is still Archibald Ryan Cassian. It'll be interesting to see how much Archibald and Cassian actually play.
0: Yeah, they they we could put Holloway there, in my opinion. But
3: when Archibald came in and decked Lucic after he hit Smith when he was trying to slow down, fair enough. My respect level for him went. Yeah, he was first in the pile. Yeah, yep. That's he great. clocked him. He came flying in and clocked Milan Lucic. That is tough. Um,
0: how about Zach Hyman running over Lindholm last game after he, he got that, smoked? Man. Oh, he was just that was great. ready for him. I know that he got smoked like two shifts prior, but still. Yeah. And he then he's up. like, never again. A pass a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I love Zach Hyman, man. Me he's too. a beast. And he gets so fired up when they score. And I love that. And
3: he four checks so hard. Yeah. His
1: give a shit meter is off the charts because there's not a shift where you're like, oh, Zach Hyman's not bringing it. It just doesn't happen. He, he just, refuses to be
0: at work. He just wants the puck on a stick. All and He time. just protects it like no other. Mm-hmm. And like somehow finds his way from behind the goal line to in front of the net, carrying the puck, bustling his way through three yeah. guys like s- s- more often than you can imagine. And anyone bitching with that contract, go to hell. I mean, <laughs> that's how free agency works, right? Like We're you wearing mean, an angels shirt. That's yeah, free. that's fair. Huh. Um, but like, that's how free agency works. If you want to get a good quality free agent like Zach Hyman, you got to give him seven years. And if you're sitting there being like, oh, that's a bad contract for Holland. He shouldn't have done
3: that. No, Year six no, and seven, seven won't be up.
0: good. Yeah.
3: We're in the Western Conference finals, bitch. Now's not the time to poke holes in the boat.
1: You could also look at it this way. Everybody said the same thing about Milan Lucic and he is now in Calgary for the end of his <laughs> yeah. contract. You know?
0: So there's that. But
1: there's I, ways. As long
3: as old Zachy Hyman's looking down at a cup ring for the last three years of his contract, no one in Edmonton's going to give a fuck. No, nope, we, we'll yeah. we will praise him. Yeah. I it can't wait to read reason. the book
1: he writes about this inevitably. Oh, yeah.
3: And then <laughs> when we've got like the tail end of all these expensive contracts, they just show highlights at games at intermission or at We uh, just re the, the 2022 yeah. season. Chop around, you're like, fuck it. Whatever, Zach. Remember that goal <laughs> four years ago?
1: Woo! It's interesting to note that uh, since Woodcroft came aboard, the Oilers and the Avalanche basically have the identical same record.
0: Oh, you're getting me excited. Very what excited. he knows. What he knows. All what right. he knows. Shout out to our friends at the HGA group. Should we wrap this thing up? Let's go. Short for giant pregame show tomorrow? Short for, maybe Cowboy Chris, we'll see. Mm. New Coach Chris of- is in the in the mix. We gotta yeah de-robe that and get the yeah. Cowboy hat on. New episode of Oilers Nation Radio tomorrow to get you fully set for this series. Love it. Big content week. And we'll talk to you again on Thursday when hopefully the Oilers are up 1-0 in the Western Conference final. Boy, 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 that gets me Let's go. All right, here we go. Episode 283, shout out to the HGA group. Have a good week, everybody.
3: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life
1: Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram.